I want us to begin to say thank you to the Lord. Let's say, Father, we thank you. We thank you. I want you to thank him. Thank him for yourself. Thank him for your family. Thank you for your, thank you for your parents. Thank you for your children. Thank you for your, for your spouses. Thank him for Nigeria. Say, Father, we thank you for Nigeria. We thank you for this nation, Nigeria. We thank you for this nation, Nigeria. We thank you for Nigeria. We thank you, Lord. Thank him for God's favorite house. Thank him for where he's taking us from. Thank you for where he's brought us to. Thank you for where he's taking us to. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Oh, Lord, we thank you. We can never, ever, never, ever thank you enough. Or for your kindness, we say thank you. For your goodness, we say thank you. For your mercy, we say thank you. Lord, we thank you. Accept our thanks, Father. Accept our thanks. Accept our thanks. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray for Nigeria. In Proverbs 11, 11. Proverbs 11, 11, I read from the King James Version of the Bible. Proverbs 11, 11, the word of God says that by the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted. But it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. By the grace of God, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. So I want you to begin to bless Nigeria. Say, I bless you. It will be well with you. Evil men will not rule over you anymore. All your resources will not be wasted again. Nigeria, your children will not be slaughtered. Your, your women will not be widowed. Nigeria, we bless you. 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 Oh, Speak a blessing over Nigeria. Just, just bless this nation. Even if you are not Nigerian, you are watching on the internet, or you are here, you are not Nigerian, just, just bless Nigeria for us. Just, just say, Father, we bless this nation, Nigeria. We bless Nigeria. We bless Nigeria. We pronounce your blessing over this nation, that your blessing will rest upon us. The blessing that makes rich and has no sorrow, the blessing consistently under our birthright. Lord, we bless Nigeria. We bless Nigeria. We bless this nation. We bless this nation. We bless Nigeria. Oh, Lord, we thank you. Oh, Father, we honor you. And we adore you. Thank you, Father. And so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. In this season, God is saying to us, move forward you will move forward in the mighty name of Jesus. I read from Genesis chapter 26, verse 13. Genesis 26, 13. The word of God says, And the man waxed great, and went forward, and grew until he became very great. You are going to pray for yourself. You are going to call your name. And Olufemi Munei waxed great. And he went forward, and he grew until it became very great. Let's lift up our voices and let us pray. Let us, let, us, let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that everyone here present in this service, everyone online will wax great. Everyone will move forward. That everyone 
will continue to multiply and grow until they become very great, exceedingly great in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, that I was great according to your word and I will move forward. Oh, Lord of hosts. And I will become very great until I'm exceedingly great in the name of Jesus. Mahuza Telianda Kayaza. Oh, my Father and my God. Oh, my Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. I'm reading from Revelation chapter 3, verse 8. Revelation 3, 8. The word of God says in Revelation 3, 8, I know your works. Behold, I have set before you an open door. That's a good place to say amen. amen. And no man can shut it. For you have little strength and have kept my word and has not denied my name. So the prayer point is this. You will say, Father, Father. I enter into the door you have opened for me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's, let's lift up our voices and let us pray. Lord, I step in, oh God. I seize and I maximize the opportunity you have opened for me. I enter in these doors, oh God. That door that no one can shut. I will not just stand outside staring at the open door. That I step into them. Mahikari and Kahase, Bahuzatianda Karatazate, in the name of Jesus. Mahukase, Yese Kianda Ratazahada, Rosa Hakiande Zita Kayevo Bahati and the Hayere, Rose Taliande Kiada Bohodo. Lord, I step into them. Oh, we thank you. Lord, we honor you. Lord, we adore you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Our last prayer point for this segment is in Matthew 15, 13. Matthew 15, 13. Talking about Jesus and what he said. I read Matthew 15, 13. The word of God says, but he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly father has not planted shall be rooted up. So you're going to say, Father, every plant that you have not planted in my body, that you have not planted in my life, that you have not planted in my destiny, let them be rooted up. In the mighty name of Jesus, every plant that my heavenly father has not planted, 
let them be rooted up. Every plant that my Heavenly Father has not planted in every life present in this place, let them be rooted up. Let every form of cancer be rooted up. Let every form of fibroids be rooted up. Let every growth that is not of God be rooted up. Every plant that my Heavenly Father has not planted, let them be rooted up. Father, we thank you. Lord, we honor you. Father, we adore you. Thank you, Father. And so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Let's begin to say thank you to the Lord for answered prayers. I say, Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for answered prayers. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. How beautiful be your description to marvelous, marvelous Lord. You are so wonderful, so wonderful for creation. I know things. Like nothing you ever seen. Who can grasp your infinite wisdom? And who can fathom? Who can 
Father in heaven, we thank you. We thank you for your presence. Lord, we thank you for your person. Thank you for everyone in this place today. Thank you for everyone over the internet. Lord, accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. In every life present, my Father, we thank you for that which eyes have not seen. Thank you for that which ears have not heard. Thank you for that which has not even begun to enter into the heart of man. Honor and glory we give unto you, Father. Honor and glory we give unto you. Honor and glory we give unto you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Thank you. Praise the name of the Lord. Um, everyone that is in this place, by the time you are going back, you'll be going back with a definite touch from the Most High God. Yeah. Praise the name of the Lord. And that has happened already. I mean, that has begun to happen already. Praise the name of the Lord. So, so, so what, we, what we would say probably at this time would be for those that are um, joining us at the God Ring service for the first time. Um, and that would be, you're welcome. And, 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 you know, don't wait for any particular moment. As we have seen, God is healing people already. He's, he's wiping out negative marks already. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, we're really ex- excited about that. And we welcome the um, Internet Church. Let's put us together as we welcome the church online. You guys are welcome. Are welcome. Now, um, we, some people don't know that we have a church online. We do. Amen. They're from everywhere. They're people from North, is it North Korea or South Korea? Um, everywhere. Praise the name of Jesus. Um, this morning, I want to just want to say thank you to everybody that prayed for me. You know, the impact of your prayers was amazing. Amazing. <laughs> if you weren't at the video, you wouldn't know what we are talking about. But thank you still. Now, my job is, is very simple this morning, and my job is to an- announce to you that the light has changed to green. Yeah. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> the light has changed to green. The light is green. The light is green. Deuteronomy chapter 2, verses 2. And three. Deuteronomy 2, 2 and 3. Deuteronomy 2, 2 and 3. The word of God says, And the Lord spake unto me, saying, You have come past this mountain long enough. Turn you northward. Go forward. Praise the name of the Lord. The, the Lord is saying to you this morning that you've gone round this particular mountain long enough. The time of going around the mountain has expired. Yeah. God is saying, move forward. Yeah. 
move forward. For some people, I mean, you know, they've gone round, round, clockwise, then they changed anticlockwise, they went round, round, round. Beginning from today, you will begin to move forward Amen. and make progress. You see, there is nothing as beautiful as being a Christian. There's nothing as beautiful as being a Christian. Jesus came so that we can have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but what? Have eternal life. Have everlasting life. In other words, not die but live forever. And the beauty of it also is that Jesus has not only come for me to have eternal life, Jesus has also come for me to have abundant life. Jesus has not only come for you to have eternal life, Jesus has also come for you to have abundant life. John 10.10 says, that the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come. My purpose of my coming is so that you will have life and have it what? More abundantly. The New Living Translation says, so that you will have a rich and a quality life. So Jesus did not just sort out my eternity. Jesus sorted out my present, my life here on earth. And that's pretty much what the God Revealed Service is about. That we are not only going to experience eternal life, we are going to experience the abundant life. And everything that has been a hindrance to you experiencing abundant life will crumble today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Being a Christian is, is awesome, it's beautiful. You see us worshiping our God because we love him. Praise the Lord. We love him. But you see, but what makes Christianity beautiful is not so much that I love God. It's because God loves me. What makes Christianity beautiful is not because I'm able to love God. At, at, at the, the, the way. That's a good attempt to clap for Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, it's, 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 it's not because I'm able to love God. Yes, we love God, but it's beautiful because God loves us. God loves me. Think about it. God actually loves me. To love means to like and to like unconditionally and goes beyond to like, of course. So God actually likes me. Praise the Lord. I know some people that don't like me. Uh, and you can laugh. Some people don't like you too. But God actually loves me. In fact, God loves me so much, he named me God loves me. 
No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. No, 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 listen. What I just tried to say, I tried to personalize God's love. That's all. God doesn't love me more than he loves you. But the way I talk about it, it appears to, doesn't it? That's how you should talk about it also. That's how you should relish in God's love also. God loves me. Say to your neighbor, God loves me. Not God loves you. Tell them God loves me, 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 me. God loves God loves me. Hallelujah. And when the light turns to green, there are a couple of things that we should know. The light is green. The first thing you need to know is that direction is key. The light has turned green. Okay? You are moving, okay. You've moved past the green light. Then there's a turning head, there's a turning head. There's a... Where do you go? And that is usually the base of confusion for a lot of people. But today, God will eradicate every confusion in Jesus' name. Yeah. In the Deuteronomy 2 that we read, in verse, in verse, in verse um, 3, God was saying to Moses, you have come past this mountain long enough Turn you northward. God always gives direction. God did not just say, you have, you have compassed this about the mountain long enough. Begin to move. It's time to go. Go where? God said to Moses, go. You could go north, you could go south, you could go east, you could go west, go north, east, north, west, north, west, west, north, west, east. Then <laughs> direction. But God said, go northward. Today, you will hear God clearly giving you the specific direction you need. Today, the Holy Spirit will give you direction. Direction. And which is why, what we, what we, the way the vigils went, it's just, God just, you know, by the Thursday vigil, it was something else. And the way the services is going, you, you know, we, we, we are spending time to minister to God, to worship God. And that is the key to direction. A lot of people, they want to come into the presence of God and, you know, just, you know. But God wants us to calm down. I am God. Say to your neighbor, calm down. He wants you to calm down. I am God. Acknowledge that I am God. Worship me. In Acts 13 to, we shared as a video, we shared again. Acts 13 to, the, the Bible says that one day as these men were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, as the KJV says, as they ministered unto the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit spoke, the direction you need is locked in your ability to minister to the Lord. Some people, maybe not here, I mean, I believe everybody here was really worshipping, but maybe some people that are not here can look at us and can say, oh, why are they just singing? Are they just wasting time? No, we are not. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> because the most important person is Jesus. And where Jesus is, every need. Must buy 
Every time must come back. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus Christ. God is doing so many things. Shackles have been broken in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, we need to go on. So you, you, you will, I pray, you will only hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. You will not hear voices of strangers in the mighty name of Jesus. So when, when it comes to getting direction... Of course, the keys in the, is, is the Holy Spirit. And we've, we've seen here that it's enveloped in, in ministering to the Lord. You, you must develop the art of, of ministering to the Lord. You must know just how to sing to God. If you don't worry, you say, I have a bad voice, don't worry. He, he knows already. Just unleash it. You must just learn how to adore Jesus. Just adore him. Just adore him. A lot of people are just running around for direction, direction, direction. And God is saying, just pause and behold my glory. Just pause. That is one. In getting direction from God, the second thing you need to know is that the greatest foundation of hearing God's voice is knowing God's word. The greatest foundation of hearing God's voice is knowing God's word. It's knowing God's word. Jesus was saying to them, the Holy Spirit will bring things to your remembrance. The things that are spoken to you, it will bring it to your remembrance. The greatest foundation. Just settle down with God. Praise the name of the Lord. Then intimacy builds. Intimacy builds. John chapter 10, verses 1 to 5. Can you please put it up on the screen? John chapter 10, verses 1 to 5. It says, I tell you the truth. Anyone who sneaks over the wall of a sheepfold, rather than going through the gate, must surely be a thief and a robber. But... One who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep recognize, everybody recognize, recognize his voice, and came to him, and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name, and leads them out. After he had gathered his own flock, he walked ahead of them, and they follow him because they know his voice. They would follow a stranger. They will run from him because they don't know his 
voice. You know, you, you will see there, know his voice. Know his voice can only come with intimacy. Can only come with, with fellowship and intimacy and intimacy. Praise the name of the Lord. I, I, I give this example a lot. That when we're young, you know, my dad, he likes to read newspaper. He just loves it. I don't know why. I didn't know why, rather. I now know why. And he says, oh, go to the vendor. And go and get me papers and he will give us money. And we'll just go. And we'll buy exactly what he wanted. What did he used to buy? Punch. Tribune. You will never buy champion. <laughs> there are some, there are some, there, even daily time, sometimes it's not reading daily time. Now, I can get to the vendor and the vendor can say to me, did your dad tell you the newspaper to buy? I say, no. Say, so how did you know the newspaper to buy? Because it's my father. Because I know. President of the Lord. You know, I say to people, they, they want to do stuff. I say to them, ah, God is not in this thing. You know. They say, how did you know? You have, have you even prayed? You have not even prayed. I don't need to pray sometimes. You don't need to pray sometimes. God wants you to know him. Praise the name of the Lord. When you know him, direction becomes easy, easier, easier. And, and direction is key. Direction is key. Direction is key. Determination is good, but direction is key. Determination isn't always the right solution, especially if you are headed in the wrong direction. Imagine you are headed in the wrong direction and you are very determined. You are so determined. You say that, oh, this is the way to, to VI, right? That is the way to work. Then you come out. Then you hit the highway. Then you take the road to work. You don't turn back. You keep going. Says, I'm determined to get to VI today. The Lord that answers by fire. Let him be my God. Right? And you are praying, and you are praying, and you are praying. Will you get to VI? E-P-E. Direction is key. When the lights change this to green, the most important thing is direction. Or rather, the, the, prior, the first thing, rather. All the things are important. <laughs> because you can't do without any. Is direction. Then secondly, you need to understand what is called the window of response. I must say the window of response. The truth is, while you will always have time, as long as you are alive, but it, you will never always have an opportune time. As long as you are alive, you always have time. But the opportune time will not be always 
Let me give you an example. Maybe. Look at the analogy we, we gave. Can you see that on the card? It's a traffic light. Everyone say traffic light. Imagine you are waiting. You are driving. The light is red. There's a long queue of cars behind you. Then you are texting. Your head is down. Your AC is on. And the light changes to green. What happens to all the car behind you? They begin to on. They begin to on. They begin to on. And if it's a traffic light has a countdown, whether it has a countdown or not, after a while, it changes back to what? To red. That window is called the window of response. The fact that the light is green does not mean it will always be green. At the video, one of our pastors taught us, the Jews, God said to them, God brought them out of Egypt, parted the Red Sea for them, did great and mighty things for them. They got to the verge of the promised land. God said to them, oh yeah, go and possess the land. They said to God, we are not able to go because there are giants in the land. I mean, anytime you, you, you magnify your problem, you insult your God. It's a direct insult on God. And God was like, ah, me? Me that I brought you out of? You're not even saying that God, we want to see how you are going to deal with this giant. Praise the name of the Lord. And God was upset with them. And God said to them, okay, you said you will not go. You will die in this wilderness. Then a few hours after, they thought to themselves, this thing we have done is bad though. If God has told us to go, we should go now. Don't you think so? Okay, so they went to meet Moses. Oga, Oga Mose. We are now ready to go. Moses said, don't try it. See, don't you understand? We are now ready. Moses said, it, does, it didn't depend on you. The one that was going to, that changed the light to green has changed it to red. So they beat them, their chests. They carried their, and they went. And they met last man on the road. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. And they had to wait another 40 years before the light changed to green again. Look, I'm talking to someone here today. The light is green. Don't slack. The light is green. In Luke 19, Luke 19, 41 to 43, Luke 19, 41 to 43, the word of God says in Luke 19, 41 to 43, this is Jesus standing over Jerusalem. And the Bible says, and Jesus came near Jerusalem, looking at the city, he began to cry for it. Jesus began to cry and said, I wish you knew today what will bring your peace, O Jerusalem. But it is hidden from you now. A time is coming when your enemies, Jerusalem, will build a wall around you and hold you on all sides. 
All this will happen because you did not know the time when God came to save you. I'm praying today that you will know the time that God has come to save you. You know, for some people, they think, oh, I can get born again whenever I want to get born again. I can, you know. The Bible says, don't harden your heart when God calls you. Because today is the day of salvation. Praise the name of the Lord. So, they, 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 Jesus wept. That's in, that's in um, um, Isaiah 55, 6. He says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while it is near. It's not because you are alive. It's not every, because you are alive you can seek God anytime. No. You, you are alive, one. When God is calling, you have to respond. Praise the name of the Lord. I'm a nocturnal person. So, I sleep very early. I sleep very early. It's too early, I'm not early. It's very early. But sometimes, I've slept at 2 a.m. and God wakes me up at 4.30. What do I do? I could press snooze. God waits till 7, 8. Or I could get up and respond because I don't control the light. Praise the name of the Lord. That is the greatest discovery you can ever make in this life. That you don't control the light. You don't determine when it changes back to red. If God demands for something of you, give it to him now. President of the Lord, give it to him when? Now. There's a window of response for every green light. There's a window of response for every green light. If you're single here today, you're a man. God has impressed it upon your heart. For a particular lady, listen to me. Don't slack. Is that a good word? Don't what? But pastor, you know, people, people give me all sorts of funny excuses. You know, oh, pastor, you know, I've seen all sorts. I don't even know which one to share. You know? Oh, I want to buy my third car. When I buy my third car, so that I will have one car, Madam will have one car, Junior will have one car. Then I will get married to her. Then this same guy, I'm coloring it, it's not like it wasn't literally a car. This same guy opened his eyes, another guy came, married the girl. And he was upset that she's not, she's, she's not faithful, she's not loyal. I said, oh, God, cool down. <laughs> you will go and see her, you'll be playing Ludo. Is it Ludo she will chop? President of the Lord. Because I asked him, I said, when you go to see her, what do you say? He said, we play Ludo. Hey, now I'll be playing Ludo there. 
somebody else has come. Now, people really don't understand that side of God. Because this guy was confused. He says, but pastor, I knew that God led me to this lady. Dude, what happened? You don't understand. The fact that God desires something does not mean it will automatically come to be. Jesus said concerning Jerusalem, I wish you knew your time of visitation. Did that make them know? The fact that God desires for them to know, did that make them know? God says, I don't wish that any should perish, but that all should come to eternal life. God does not wish that anybody should go to hell. Are people not going to hell? Is that not God's will? That everybody should be saved? So the fact that something is God's will does not automatically bring it to pass. Glory be to Jesus. So the land, can, the light can change based on your response. You know, a guy said, says, ah, but pastor, our lips is like mama. I'm telling you. He says, pastor, can't you see our lips is like mama? <laughs> now, if you are the father of that first girl, how would you feel? God said, my own daughter, Pomo. He's not bothered that he's, that he's sure that that is what God is leading him to. He's not bothered about that. He's bothered about Pomo. A lady said to me, oh, pastor, this short thing. This short thing. I said, you understand that God does not deliver by the mighty. So, <laughs> sometimes he uses petite so that he can take all the glory. Another lady, one of my daughters, said to me, Ah, Pastor, he's so ugly with a capital U. And I smiled. I smiled and I said to her, you think he's ugly now? I said, if you knew how I was before I got married to my wife, you would have... No, no, I first asked her that, you know, that, okay, he's ugly. I said, yes. I said, look at me. She looked at me. I said, would you like to marry someone like this? I said, exactly! <laughs> Since, <laughs> Since <first of> <laughs> Now, <laughs> he says, now I know you have a word of knowledge. She didn't say that too, but I'm just adding that. Exactly. Hey, Jimmy, you are somebody like this. I said, if you knew me before I got married, you would not even talk to me. But my wife saw me. I says, I says, okay, okay, we can work with this, we can work with this. Before, when she, 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 she tells me now, she, she used to help me with it. When I used to talk before, saliva used to come out of my mouth. I didn't know, I didn't know. I didn't know. (laughs) 
But she knew. Did that stop her? Something more than good. Something more than good. The spirit of God in the heart of man is something more than She said, I can see something in there. Now, also, let me tell you another thing. It's, you can laugh at me, but I will use myself so that you can laugh at me so that you will change your life. She used to say to me that, she says to me recently that, before we got married, sometimes, seasonally, I used to have terrible mouth odor. You know, if you have mouth odor, you will be the last to smell it. I said, it's a lie. I don't have, I don't have mouth odor. It's a lie. But I think she was saying the truth because if I'm sincere, I've spoken to people before that they'll say, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, is it catching a cold? <laughs> but now I don't anymore. I mean, I can go on and on and on and on on all the refinement that God did through my wife. <laughs> now, you don't know. God is hiding him under that odor. So that Adam... Uh, if, if God allows the real him to come out, you will not stand a chance. You will stand a chance. So we hide him with being petite. If we... He will hide him with being ugly, quote unquote. He will hide him because of you. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. You see, and let me shock you. I need to move away. I need to, I need to go on. But let, let me shock you with this. Read the Bible. I've heard, with all due respect to all the men of God that talk about relationship and marriage and all that, I've heard all sorts of things that they are practically trash. When it comes to the word of God, trash. Read the Bible. God never said, marry the person you love. God said, love the person you marry. He never said, marry the person you love. Because do you even know what love is? You do, you do know. Ask the people that are really married, that are married today. The thing they called love was nothing until they discovered marriage. Then they now discover true love. Now, don't get me wrong. Am I saying that chemistry is not important? No. I'm not saying that those things are not important. No. Don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying they are not the determinant factor. Check with God. Which of this direction thing is so important? Check with God. You are saying is is ugly with capital U. God says, eh, hey, my own son, I'll be okay. I will give him to somebody else. Say to your neighbor, season of response. The third thing we need to know is focus, 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 focus. Because forward motion requires forward focus. Forward motion requires forward focus. Forward motion requires forward focus. You cannot be moving forward and be looking backwards. 
you are going to make a mistake. You are going to run into an accident or jump or ram into something. You, if you are moving forward, be looking forward. Jesus puts it this way in Luke 9, 61 to 62. Luke 9, 61 to 62. Jesus says that anyone, anyone who puts his hand on the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. It's a simple thing. Imagine it this way. You are plowing, you are plowing. You are moving forward, right? And you are plowing, and you are plowing. Jesus is saying, as you are plowing, he did not say anybody that puts his hand on the plow and stops and turns back. That was not what he said. You are still plowing. You are still moving forward. And you look back. Jesus says, not fit. This thing called focus is so important. You are going in this direction. Face the direction you are going. Praise the name of the Lord. Face the direction you are going. And only two things really can make us look back and break our focus. Just two things. Number one, the things that are good. Number two, that are bad. The bad things are more obvious. But many still fall prey. What are the bad things? Negative influences. The friends that you used to keep. God has said, move forward. You are moving forward, but you are still trying to look back. Stop it. Keep looking forward. Keep your focus. Focus. Because forward motion requires what? Forward focus. Everybody say forward motion. Requires forward focus. It could be negative influences. It could be failures. It could be the, the failures of the past. Your regrets of the past. You're always looking back and saying, oh, I wish I had, I wish I had, I wish I had. God is saying, you need to stop doing that. Stop looking back. The things that are good are more dangerous because they're more subtle. Things that are good, like accomplishments. In those days, what about these days? Praise the name of the Lord. What about today? Yesterday's gone. Today I'm in need. Holy Ghost. Read on me. Now, accomplishment, even good people. There are certain good people that you should live in the past. Just live alone. Now, this picture that is painted here is so graphic because if you, if you read verse 61, the, the, this man says to Jesus, I will follow you, but first let me go and say bye-bye to my family. Is that bad? Is that a bad thing? And Jesus says, anyone that puts his hands on the power and looks back is not fit for the kingdom. Is that not a harsh response? That's a harsh response. That's a very harsh response. But you see, if you read it well, you will see the problem is the priority. Let me go first. No, let me follow you first. Then we say bye-bye to my family later. (laughs) Praise the name of the Lord. 
Number four. Number four. So, number one, the light is green. Number one, the key thing is what? Direction is key. Number two, understand the window of response. Number three, focus. Number four, just move and keep moving. Just move and keep moving. Just move. Just move. Isaiah 40, 31. Let me read from 30. 30 to 31. It says, Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. God is saying, even the youth will faint and be weary. But they that wait upon the Lord will not get weary. How do we explain that so that we can understand it? Look at it this way. Which is the fastest car, most powerful engine, and the biggest tank, petrol tank? I would say Porsche, right? 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 Okay, you have your own preference. Well, which car would that be? Ferrari. The tank is not, Ferrari's tank is not, it's not large. I give you three parameters, guys, guys. A Porsche. God is saying, even a Porsche will run out of petrol. But they that wait upon me, we keep going and keep going. I keep going, I keep going, I keep going, I keep going. That's what he's saying. There's something about waiting upon God that connects you to a limitless source. A limitless source. Now, if the light is green, this scripture, God is saying, move. And by moving, he's saying, you can fly. Flight is movement. They that wait upon the Lord shall Mount up with wings as fly. But if you won't fly, run. They shall run. But if you won't run, walk. Whatever you do, just move. President of the Lord. Just move. You've stayed too long on this mountain. Cycling is cycling is cycling. Just move. But I'm praying that you will fly in the mighty name of Jesus. Because even if you're on the right track, if you, if you don't move, you will get trampled upon. Get trampled upon. Get trampled upon. I remember back in the day, I was in boarding house. And um, before God used my mother to deliver me from the shackles of punishment, Before the dining hall gets opened, particularly at the weekends, we will be the first to get to the door. Then there will be loads of people behind you, right? I love you, you have your plates. Then they open the door. If they open the door, you don't move. They are going to travel. 
So once they open the door, everybody, you go for the best table, and the struggle continues to get the best food. What am I saying? There are people behind you whose destinies are connected to you and who are waiting for you to move. If you don't move very soon, they will trample over you. That will never happen to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Ask Saul. Saul did not move. God brought David. Ask Peter. Peter did not move. God brought Paul. Saul, translated to Paul. God wants you to move. Say to your neighbor, please move. Not just in physical things, in spiritual things also. Victory, the victory God wants to win in me is more important than the victory I want God to win for me. The victory God wants to win in me is more important than the victory I want God to win for me. In other words, I, I need to, it's not just about getting the breakthroughs. God wants to do a work in me which is more important than any breakthrough I can get. He wants to do a work in me. And, 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 and some people, a lot of people, some, maybe not a lot, but some people, they want to be healed, but they don't want to be disinfected. They are infected spiritually now. Come and wash in the blood. They don't want to be disinfected. Why? Because they love the bacteria, but they want to be healed. Praise the name of the Lord. It doesn't work that way. No, 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 it doesn't. There's something that God wants to do in you that is more important than what you want God to do for you. There's a work God wants to do in you. And I see you going forward in the mighty name of Jesus. Every barrier that has been lingering in front of you, I see it crumble in the mighty name of Jesus. Regardless of what the enemy tries to put your way, you will triumph over them in the mighty name of Jesus. The enemy tries to use bitterness to stop a lot of people from moving forward. Bitterness. Watch out for bitterness. Bitterness is so dangerous. There's, there's, long time ago, there was this lady, my friends, guys I used to pray with. I, I got to the church that we were attending at the time, and I saw them pray with this lady. This lady had what they call shingles, I hope I pronounced it well, like lumps all over her body. And, you know, and my friends were praying for her. And at the time, anywhere I see prayer to cast out demon, or I'm always jumping into it. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I'm wiser. I only do the ones God bring, <laughs> bring my way. Anyway, so I said to them, oh, she will be delivered. So I entered the prayer session. And we're praying and praying and praying. And before I even began to pray long, I felt God saying to me, let her forgive, forgive her father. Now, at the time, I was like, a father? Ah. So guys, stop, 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 stop. So they stopped. So I asked her, eh, is your father still alive? <laughs> because you have to be careful. You know? She was like, yeah. So I said, well, I think God is saying that you should forgive your father. Now, what happened next was totally unbelievable. It was like something came over. It was like a, she says, 
It could just be a demon. She says, never. The this is what God wants to use to kill her. Okay, if that's what God wants to use to kill her, she's ready to die. To forgive that man, she's not going to forgive the man. So we should not even go there. We should just continue with the prayers. So my friends too, they started praying. I said, me, I'm not praying anymore. <laughs> and I left the prayer meeting. And they were still praying, sweating, shouting. You can't move forward with bitterness. Like somebody said, bitterness is like drinking poison and, and wishing somebody else would die. You are the one drinking the poison. Bitterness is poisonous to your soul. It's poison. Another example, one day we were, we were preaching like this and we were talking about forgiveness. And after the service, a man walked up to me and obviously he was Ghanaian. He told me he was Ghanaian. And he says, Pastor. Let's <laughs> say anything. And he told me his story. And he said to me that he has come all the way from Ghana. That there was a man in Nigeria. I mean, some Nigerians have done terrible things. You know, that there was a man in Nigeria. He mentioned his name. That was his neighbor in Ghana. That this, when he travels, that this guy goes and rapes his wife. And raped and raped and raped her until maybe one day the woman was trying to fight back. He killed her. And he's run away, he's in Nigeria. That he has tracked him down. That for the first time, he, he bought a gun. He had the gun. And said to me, well, pastor, he just came to church to say his last prayers. That he killed the guy and he can kill him. It doesn't matter what happens to him. And you are telling me now that I should forgive him. I said, you have the gun. He said, I said don't bring it out. <laughs> he said, he said, he said, but pastor, you are telling me that I should forgive him. I said, it's not me that says so. <laughs> it's Jesus that says so. Is it me? Is it me? Is it me that says so? Ah, you have to be wise. I use you for. He said, but pastor, you said I should forgive. I said, it's not me. It's not me. It's Jesus. I said, yes. I said, Jesus said you should forgive. Some people say that. Oh, why can you say Jesus is the only way to God? I can't say, how can you people are just so obnoxious? I can't say Jesus is the only way to God. What about those of people that are. I said, it's not me. I didn't say it. Jesus said it himself. He said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Nobody comes to the Father except by me. I didn't say it. I'm just a loudspeaker. So I told the guy, oh, guys, not me that said it too. Don't let people talk about that God thing. He says, but Jesus said, you have to forgive him. And he struggled a lot. We prayed together. And he left. I don't know what you are struggling with and why you think you have a right to hold that person of forgiveness. Listen, it is for your own good so that you will move forward today that you need to let the person go. Finally, my last story. 
A major thing that the enemy uses also is on confessing. He's unconfessing to hold people down so much. It's so unbelievable. And the story I've shared before is the story I heard, I think I heard from Ryan Bonke. The story about the chicken. Now, the story goes like this. There was this little boy has been orphaned. No father, no mother. He was taking care of his sister by working manual labor. And his sister fell ill. And the sister was going to die because he didn't have money for the medications. So he, he felt that, ah, God will understand. Let me steal one chicken from this factory. Sell it, buy the drug. So he looked to the right, looked to the left. Nobody was seeing him. He thought, he took a chicken, put it on, he ran away, he sold the chicken. Took care of his sister. Sister got well. He went back to work. Finished his round. The supervisor came to him and said, young man, I need you to do extra time without pay. I will collect the money from Oga of your extra time, but you have to do it. And the young man said, ah, Oga, I'm not doing it. I respect you, but I'm not going to do this. So I will monkey the work, baboon the chop. I won't do it. And he turned to go. And as he turned to go, the old man just said, well, remember the chicken. <laughs> and he froze. The chicken. This man saw me. And he went and begged the old man, please. He said, hey. Now you are talking. You know what to do. He worked. Day one. Day two. And the old man was collecting his money, collecting his money, collecting his money. One day, he really got tired. I said to the old man, look, I am not taking this anymore. I am going. And he got up to go. And the old man said, fine, you can go. And as he was going, the old man just said, said to him, just remember the... And the guy stopped. I continued to live. Finally, the guy said, I've worked like times 20 of this chicken money. Let me go and meet the owner of this poultry. If you want to sack me, let me sack me. <laughs> I'm tired. He went to the owner, fell on his face, he was crying, and said to the owner, told the owner what happened, and told the owner he was sorry, da 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 And the owner was laughing. And the boy was wondering, and the owner said, the day you stole the chicken, it's not only the old man that saw you, I saw you. When the old man was exploiting you, I also saw you. I was just waiting. When will you be tired? Hey, you have come. You can go. You are free. So he got up. And left. And when he left, he got to work the following day. And after work, he packed his bags to go. And as he was going, the old man says, ah, ah, are we forgetting something here? I looked at the old man. He ignored the old man and was going. And the old man said, remember the... And the boy said, chicken, go. <laughs> the man said, I said, remember the chicken. Remember the chicken. And the boy walked away 
the old man lost the power over the boy. The boy moved forward that day. Praise the name of the Lord. You are here. There's a chicken that the enemy has been using to hound you. That old man is Satan. But the owner already saw you. He's just waiting for you to come. Let's bow down our hearts as we bow down our heads. You're saying to me, Pastor, today I need to go to the owner, the maker of the heavens and the earth, and break the hold of this unconfessing so I can move ahead with my, with my life. Because God is already saying, come, just come. You're saying, Pastor, that is me. I need to accept and repent of this thing. Put up your hand now over your head. I need Jesus. Lord, we thank you for drawing them to yourself. Accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Thank you for breaking the power of sin and its influences over their lives in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for accepting them and translating them into the kingdom of your dear son. Lord, we honor you, we love you, and we adore you. We pray for these ones, Lord. We ask that they will stand and declare your goodness in the land of the living. Thank you, Father.